Vikings team. What's up? Hey, remember, if you want to lead or be part of a badass agile chapter in the metro areas of New York City, Washington, Dallas, Fort Worth, San Francisco, or Boston, reach out to me at contact at badassagile.com by January 15th, 2020. All right, let's do some notes from the field. So this is stuff I encounter as I go through my coaching practice and work with various clients or prospective clients. One of my favorite times to work with teams is when they're first starting your agile journey. And one of the things you see happen quite a lot at that stage of their development is there will be one or two people in each team that asks a significantly high number of questions. And the interesting thing is they may do it in the form of questions that tend to challenge agile philosophies or principles. So they seem to hover around an attitude of, are you sure this is going to work? But then some people won't be that confrontational. Some people just ask a lot of clarifying questions. How would I then, or do I need to? And they feel more like not, will this work, but how does this work? Questions. Either way, a disproportionately high number of questions is not always as simple as someone seeking clarity or someone who's struggling to get it. it might be symptomatic of someone who is struggling to accept the change wholesale. So it's not that they're actively resisting or stonewalling. They clearly want to be a part of it, but they're feeling a lot of uncertainty, and that's where the questions come from. So here's what you do. If they're asking questions to the point where it's becoming a time soak or disruptive to your progress, and you'll know if you're attentive and observant, you'll notice that every time this person puts their hand up, everyone else in the room rolls their eyes a bit, especially after the third or fourth time in a short period, where there's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, mocking, laughing, you know, good-natured, but at the same time a little bit impatient then you'll see that it's frustrating the team. Anyway, when that happens, one of the best responses you can give is to say, I want to take that question, but let me park that for now. But with a modification, here's what I want you to add to that. You say, let's park this for now, but here's why. I have a feeling in about half an hour, you're going to see for yourself. Now, maybe it's not half an hour, maybe it's a day or a week. But if someone has a question about how to write a great story, or how to choose a proper priority for the backlog, the reality is they're gonna find out in the next 10 days or whatever your sprint size is because they will have done everything at least once in that time period. That's another genius of the short iteration is that you'll have done every meaningful component of Scrum at least once in the next two weeks. So by asking them to park it, you're not dismissing the question. You're not saying, hey, I've had enough. You're saying we'll address this, but I really want you to see it for yourself because most of the questions that you have right now will be answered for you. And I want you to sit with that spirit of curiosity and I want you to sit with the uncertainty just for a little while because learning to sit with uncertainty is an important scrum and agile skill. And if I just answer all your questions for you right now, I'm going to overload you with too much data. Too much data about things that you can't fully grasp because you have yet to experience them. I'm also going to be promoting, by answering all your questions up front, a culture of knowing everything before you do anything, which, as we know, is not really the point. So to me, that's the perfect mixture. 
of keeping the flow, especially when you're trying to instruct or teach new skills to a new team, keeps the flow of the session moving, while at the same time honoring each individual question and individual needs, helping everyone feel safe, and creating a good learning environment. And if you get into a scenario where somebody pushes back really hard, and you can tell that they're a bit upset that you've maybe brushed them off or pushed back on their question, they might feel embarrassed. You gotta remember, change is an emotional thing, so you never know what might pop up. And if what pops up is a little bit of pushback, then you can say, fine, you know, I'll take this question now, or I won't take this question now. Well, listen, I've done this before. You've hired me for a reason. I'm skilled at bringing you knowledge in ways that help accelerate your learning and your understanding. And I need you to trust me on this one. I will answer your question much better by showing you rather than by telling you. And I just won't be showing you until our next backlog grooming, which is Thursday. So keep me honest. Put this one in your notebook or set a reminder for Thursday at 3 p.m. And if the question hasn't answered itself by then, I'll sit with you one-on-one or we'll reserve 10 minutes for it as a topic. Anyway, just another tool for your tool bag. Put it in there, and when the questions start coming a little too fast and furious, pull this one out and try it. Let me know how it goes. Guys, you know I love you. Thank you for tuning in yet again. And as always, you can reach out at badassagile.com. Find me on Twitter, at badass underscore agile, and on Instagram, at badassagile. I'll see you next time. Until then, stay badass. Badass.